This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, September 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. The first day of fall is here, and that means the new federal fiscal year arrives in just nine more days. Congressional leaders have been sorting through a number of issues, including the Export-Import Bank, trying to nail down language for a continuing resolution that would prevent the government from shutting down when fiscal 2017 begins. The child nutrition bill remains alive. Leaders of the Senate Agriculture Committee are still hopeful of moving the child nutrition reauthorization bill through the Senate before lawmakers leave town to campaign. The bill needs unanimous consent, so aides have been waiting to make sure no senators will object. A committee spokeswoman said, we're still working through the UC process and hope to have it completed soon. McCallop to run GMO disclosure for USDA. Doug McCallop, a 22-year veteran at the USDA, has been picked as Director of Bioengineered Disclosure at the Agriculture Marketing Service. McCallop has been serving as Acting Chief of Staff for the Department as Senior Policy Advisor on Rural Affairs for the White House Domestic Policy Council. His past jobs have included serving as Director of Legislative and Public Affairs for NRCS. Secretary Vilsack pressed on GMO disclosure. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts is making it clear to the USDA he'll have his eye on McCallop's new shop as it implements regulations for the new disclosure law. At a hearing yesterday with Secretary Vilsack, Roberts wasted no time complaining that AMS had issued a proposal to conduct two separate studies on the use of electronic disclosure for genetically engineered foods. Roberts reminded Vilsack of the delicate negotiations that were behind the bill's language, saying, I don't know why the first shot out of the gate the department would go well beyond the law in implementation. Committee aides say the law requires just one study on electronic or digital link disclosure, while the USDA has proposed a second consumer use study. Roberts obviously has in mind the even bigger issue to come when USDA writes standards for the disclosure program. Vilsack told Roberts he's trying to protect the disclosure program from future legal challenges. Industry moles cage-free definition. The growing market for cage-free eggs is pushing the food industry to consider developing a common production standard. Representatives of egg producers and the food industry met yesterday with USDA officials to discuss the issue as well as other challenges facing egg producers. According to a summary of the meeting obtained by AgriPulse, there was consensus that there needs to be a common definition of cage-free so that producers know what they have to do and retailers can articulate what that means to consumers. According to one participant in the meeting, the industry will have to agree on a definition because the Agricultural Marketing Service has made clear it doesn't set such standards. But the agency will be monitoring the industry's transition to cage-free. Earlier this week, AMS started publishing the new monthly report tracking prices for cage-free eggs that are traded on contracts and on a negotiated spot basis. Next agriculture secretary should be another governor, according to an ex-governor. Tom Vilsack, who served two terms as governor of Iowa, says his successor also needs experience running state government. Vilsack told reporters that USDA has a much broader policy portfolio than many other departments. Vilsack said, Everything a governor does, natural resources, public safety, human services, economic development, trade, a secretary of agriculture does. 
He said there are several possible governors who could do the job, but he didn't share their names. Wanted one photo of turkey-kissing senator. Sure, there are lots of perks that come with being senator, but Daybreak is pretty sure this isn't one of them. At yesterday's Senate agriculture hearing, Senator Amy Klobuchar revealed she had to kiss a turkey as a part of her role as keynote speaker at the recent King Turkey Days in Worthington, Minnesota. That disclosure prompted Secretary Vilsack to ask Senator Klobuchar whether there was a photo of her busing the lucky bird. Klobuchar said that yes, Congressman Tim Waltz had in fact taken a photo and that she had asked him not to tweet it. Waltz is a good friend. The only photo he tweeted from the event was of a t-shirt. U.S. Department of Agriculture declares natural disaster in Louisiana from storms and floods. USDA has designated 11 parishes or counties in Louisiana as natural disaster areas because of the extensive damage done to crops and livestock by storms and flooding last month. The declaration means that farmers in those 11 parishes, plus an additional 15 neighboring parishes and counties in Texas, are eligible for low-interest emergency loans from the Farm Service Agency. But farmers will need a lot more than emergency loans to recover, according to Michael Klein, a spokesman for the USA Rice Federation. Klein said, we're happy a designation has been made. However, you can't borrow your way out of a disaster. He said, we understand this is currently the only available assistance under the Secretary's authority but it likely won't help our growers very much. USA Rice is working with lawmakers to try to get more substantial assistance from the U.S. Congress. Here's today's He Said It. There's no question that it's a more thorough inspection, and also it will, I think, avoid mislabeling. Often people are paying catfish rates for fish that are not catfish. That's Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack defending his department's catfish inspection program. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, September 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.